When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? I'm back. You don't get to get away from me every day of the week. I'm now a welcomed guest on this is the the, the weird, uh, fun part of this of this show. This is Rob's show, but I am the special guest this week. And it's this is this is Rob's show. I am the special guest this week, so I'm talking first because that's just what happens on Spike Week shows. But really, really like super excited for this one. We actually had planned an entirely different show, literally just like not that many hours ago, what we were going to do, but with the Aaron Rodgers news, Russell Wilson news, Calvin Ridley news, Mike Williams news, and just an infinite amount of um, football updates and some kind of fun exercises we can do from there. We're going to dive into all the latest and greatest around the NFL and start talking some fantasy impacts and and, and plenty more. So uh, let's just go ahead and get into it. I'm taking my show back. <laughs> Eric did the intro, but I'm taking my show back. There's been enough chaos today. We don't need any more. That is true. So, yeah, what a freaking day. We had, we've been talking about it for like four days now. Me and Eric have been DMing. I have, I had a whole like preview video ready to go for today's show. <laughs> We're like, yeah, well, we'll just do this because this is like the last week before some stuff's going to start happening before free agency. And then Calvin Ridley bets $1,500 on NFL games. And then the, the world breaks, just goes nuts. So we're pivoting and uh, we're glad you guys are here to join us. Please make sure you're pressing like, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Please say that we're the best, best ball stuff that you've heard. Um, it really helps us out. So we would like for you to do all of that. But for now, where do we where do we even start? Do we just start with Rogers? I mean, what are we doing? Like I, I think since this is a a, a fantasy focused show, I would I would I think it has to be the Rogers thing. Just because we'll get into the Ridley thing, but like the Ridley thing is really just about Calvin Ridley, right? Like there's not really any like trickle down like any real serious trickle down effects or like downstream effects to the Calvin Ridley news Rogers was like you know people have been like drafting stacks on underdog around where will Aaron Rodgers end up right right like I'll draft Aaron Rodgers and I'll take like the Broncos were the the kind of most clear and obvious one that's been the rumor blah 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 and so now that he's back it's it's kind of like that was the most likely thing. I'm still sort of processing, honestly, the Aaron Rodgers news, mostly because the Russell Wilson news dropped so quickly thereafter. And I feel like that's like 
really the biggest shakeup. So the Aaron Rodgers thing, I'm still sort of percolating on, you know, so I'm interested in kind of what, what you think I've, I've mostly been like status quo on Devontae. Like I have a lot of Devontae Adams. I've been drafting Devontae Adams because I felt like it was like risk-free value uh, on Devon on the best wider, you know, the second best wide receiver in the NFL for fantasy. I just been scooping him up as much as I can, because at the end of the day, he was probably still going to play with Aaron Rodgers, So who cares? And Aaron Jones, I think was a pretty strong value and AJ Dillon, probably pretty similarly, but I went through the process literally uh, 15 minutes ago before we got on and posted rankings updates and like, I didn't really move Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon that much. I did actually move Devonte Adams up. I don't know if that's a hot take. I moved, I moved him ahead of Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase uh, behind Cooper Cup. Yeah, how can you not? Yeah, I, I, he's just. I mean, he he was Cooper Cup basically before Cooper Cup did what he did last year. Right. And so you know, I love Jefferson and Jamar Chase, but I I just would rather take you know the thing is it feels like i wanted to say i would rather take the safety in Devonte adams but it's like it's not safety it's also ceiling like the guy could score 20 touchdowns you know like so he just feels like a total risk-free pick and so i moved him up but it didn't end up being from a fantasy standpoint other the which we'll get into more later other than the other possibilities of where rogers could have ended up it didn't end up shaking up that much for me i don't know about you um, so for me, I've been drafting a lot of Aaron Jones the last two weeks and David brought up the point in the chat and said, rest in peace, tremendous values on Aaron Jones, because I think we did this show four or five weeks ago. That's when the barber butchered me. And, <laughs> and, uh, I said, I thought Rogers was gone and I did feel that way at the time. And the last two mm-hmm. weeks I've been like, he's coming back. Like, it's just. Now it's obvious he's coming back to Green Bay. And once he does, Aaron Jones is going to vault back up. He's probably going to make it to the second round by the end of the summer, Mm -hmm. um, I would assume. So I'm getting him in the fourth round in regular uh, big board drafts. Yeah, regular big board he was going in the fourth, not even super flex. Yeah, so like the regular big boards, I started grabbing him a ton. Because it's like if Rodgers comes back, he's, he's a steal. I probably should have been taking more Dylan at the same time too. If I didn't get Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. that was probably a big mistake on my part, but it just, it elevates everybody. It elevates, it elevates the running backs. It brings Devonte Adams right back up to where he should have been anyways, because he's just Devonte Adams. I know there's some uncertainties, but again, come on. And uh, it even brings a guy up like, like Tanyan. Now he's like a great yeah. second tight end. That's a good Adams. call. Yeah, I did so, move him up. You're right. That's it. That, that that's that that's a very good call, Antonio. So now you're not scared to take him anymore, like because he's going to move up, but he's not going to move up to past the twelfth round, probably thirteenth, maybe at at best. So I, I, I'm so now I don't mind grabbing some of these other guys like the, the Lazards and the MVSs and. It just it elevates Green Bay, and this is what we talked about a few weeks ago when we were ranking the offenses. Like Rodgers comes back, it changes everything, and the aspect that we're going to be looking to take more one-offs of these guys, and we're still not yeah. looking to go out of our way to to completely stack this team. But now it's like, okay, well, yeah, I do want Aaron Jones, I do want Devonte Adams. If I get Aaron Rodgers at a reasonable cost, I want Aaron Rodgers. It's just it's just rinse repeat with Green Bay. I mean, there's nothing different now. So yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so I was just pulling up, pulling up underdog and starting with Rogers. Like, I, I feel like people are rushing to, you know, and again, it's a super flex contest that is open right now. So there is a, obviously a little bit of a different nuance with that, but I feel like the whole world is higher on Aaron Rodgers in fantasy than I am. He's just mm -hmm. a guy like if it works on the right, maybe I get Devonte and he falls that and it makes sense. I don't have a quarterback yet or something. And it makes sense for my team. I'll take him, yeah. but I, I almost never draft Aaron Rodgers. Just it, it doesn't, he, he's not this awesome fantasy asset. He's like, you're fine. You're never like upset. He's on your team, but he's never going to be the reason that you win either. Um, obviously he did the 50 touchdown thing a couple of years ago on the, you know, the, I'm going to screw over the Packers cause they drafted Jordan love situation, but in general, it, he's just not, you know, he doesn't run. They, he plays so ungodly slow. I was just going to say on, that on. that pace is so slow on that offense that you know, the only good time to draft Rogers was last season when everything was really uncertain yes. and he was falling really fall really falling down and it was like the, that was when you wanted rogers and now everything's going to be worked out in march this year how much aaron Rodgers are you going to have based on again this is super flex but where i'm seeing him go is out of this world like nothing has changed there's quarterbacks who last year we were excited about, like as rookies in particular, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. There's more reason to like Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson might be back. Jalen Hurts has another uh, season with probably better weapons. There's more guys to be excited about in his tier at quarterback, and nothing has changed for him. In fact, it might get worse. They don't have yeah. any money. <laughs> they, they don't have – like bringing him and Devontae back is like – we like they're so far over the cap that they're going to have to do some crazy shit to make all this work. And so like, it's like you said, it's just going to be wash, rinse, repeat for the Packers, which is fine, but it doesn't make Aaron Rodgers this like insanely valuable fantasy quarterback, right? He, he's never going to like truly outperform his ADP. Like he might rise it, right? He's being drafted as the QB nine. He might be the QB six and then like, whoop de doo Right. You know, like who who right. really cares about that? And so, I, almost never. Basically, I'm, I don't want to say never because sometimes you know guys fall or it, it, it. Like I said, it makes sense. Maybe you drafted Devonte and and uh, the the board breaks for you, but he's just not a guy I'm going to be targeting. And I can get and you can get everything you want from Aaron Rodgers by drafting Devonte Adams. Right. Just draft Devonte or Tunyon or both. You don't have to take Aaron Rodgers, right? You can wait a little bit. Take your Hurts, Russ. Fields, Watson, maybe when we figure out where where he's going, or if you like, you know, a, a later round guy, or you get an actual upside quarterback, right? Lamar, Kyler, obviously Josh Allen, guys that can actually distance himself from the field at quarterback. So he's just a guy I'm, I, I don't really care about. And the news today has made him like I did one super flex draft, and he went sixth overall, <laughs> and that's just crazy to me. Well, those super flex drafts are crazy to begin with yes um which we'll talk about at some point i'm probably not tonight but yeah those those are crazy that i think your point is perfect the the packers are such a value with the exception of Devonte adams obviously he's a first rounder but like he's a back-end first rounder 
who's got top first round upside. So even he's kind of a value. The the only guy that you worry about is what Aaron Jones is going to rise up to. I think he's going to rise up to the yeah. second round. But like all these um, insulary pieces, like your your Tunyons, your Lazards, your MVS. Josh does bring up a, a good point, which I had totally forgotten because I I haven't looked back at the uh, the Packers in su- in such a long time. But yeah, Tunyon is a free agent. So oh, is I mean, that, but that that could be okay too, right? Where the tight end free agent market is like drying up so fast with everybody getting franchise tagged that who knows, maybe Tunyon lands somewhere. So I think he's still reasonable, but I do find it hard to believe unless he takes like crazy team friendly deal wanting to play with Rogers. Um, I do find it. Diff- they're just in cap hell. And I know the cap is fake, but at a certain point you do have to pay the Piper a little bit. Yeah. But the good thing for them too, is that from what I read and I'm not like well-versed in this deal completely, from what I was reading, what they what they're gonna be doing with him is his deal's nuts. Like this Rogers deal is gonna be nuts, but it's actually gonna be more team friendly than it was last year. So they're already looking at ways to to make this work more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they're gonna have to do some stuff, but I think they're gonna move some money around there. And a guy like Tunyon, he's not gonna come back after an injury and try to prove it one more year with Aaron Rodgers to get a bigger contract the next year. I mean, it seems fairly reasonable that he might do something like that so yeah i i wouldn't be shocked if he's back there right catch 10 more touchdowns playing with aaron Rodgers, and then go get your big money yeah then go sign with cleveland and die a slow <laughs> <To> be, death <laughs> <laughs> like every day yeah that's what they do um so that being said we find that out i turn around for four seconds and russell wilson's <laughs> traded so they trade and the the deal the, the eyebrow raising thing to me was fan yeah. being part of the deal mm-hmm. i like i was like cuz when i saw russell wilson going to denver i've been talking about denver all year like all off season like they get a quarterback i want every piece of this offense i want judy i want sutton i want fan mm-hmm. and they include fan in the deal to go to seattle so rocket ships are alberta for Albert oh like and yes I can say it's a Kui Boonham so Kui Boonham yeah so I'm allowed to tout him <laughs> per your tweet even uh, if you look on Google some of the like Google uh like articles or anything that's at the top uh because I looked it up because I wanted to see um if uh there was like a bunch of people looking this the same thing up and it is a popular google search but even some of the like google translate type stuff is 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 wrong it is it is a kuwait boonam yeah um just to just to wrap up this green bay thing because bollock brings up a point in the chat he says jones will go up but still in a fragile situation has to be hyper efficient a slow-paced offense sustained top two round value also return 28 this season where the decline starts for rbs yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with any of that. I was saying I like to get him in the fourth round. Yeah. When he starts to creep up to the second, I get a little nervous. But you got to remember, like, once we start getting these July and August drafters, they're going to see Aaron Jones and they're just going to snap, snap, grab him. So if we're grabbing him, we got to do it now. We got to do it in May if the, if he's still down third round or whatever, because yeah. that's when you're getting him out of value. If you want him at all, if you don't want Aaron Jones, I'm not going to sit here and say. You have to have Aaron Jones. Um, yeah, the the it's not the greatest situation, but he still produces, and he hasn't and, and, proven that he he's not going to yet. Yeah, he's hyper efficient. 
playing with Rod, he's the perfect skill set to fit with Rodgers because he's a dynamic receiver. And Rodgers, you know, definitely with not running anymore is and and the way Rodgers play, the funny thing about the way Rodgers plays is like, you know, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but he's very unwilling to make a mistake. And yep. so that turns into okay, nobody's open, check down to Aaron Jones, right? Yep. I mean, even AJ Dillon, when Jones was out, was catching a shitload of passes because that's just the way Rodgers plays. He's not going to throw an interception. And so that creates, you know, a lot of value for Aaron Jones. And you do have, like, I, I totally agree with Bullock's comment. And I'm, I'm not even like a big Aaron Jones guy, but just by being in that offense, just by being in that role, what we saw, we see it every year. He has one or two of those games where, what, he scores 40-something fantasy points, you know, mm-hmm. four touchdowns, 100 yards rushing, catches a couple touchdowns. The, the year, uh, the, the game this this year was at least three receiving touchdowns, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and so he, he, you know, he just has that spike potential. And so, um, again, I, he's not going to be like, I'm not going to take some crazy stand on Aaron Jones, but he, he's a value. He, he's a value. He's a value. And he's a guy that could definitely be the reason you win a tournament at the end of the year, because that three touchdown week might come at the end of the year. So yep. in that, in that range, I know a lot of guys should be able to do that, but we know he can do that. So yeah. And this is the range, real quick. I know we're talking about the Packers thing a lot, but where yeah. CS Nerd says it was tough to pull the trigger because that, but that is like always a great wide receiver range, right? DJ Moore, Mike Evans, Deontay, Elijah, RIP, Amari Cooper, uh, you know, and then and you have Dylan later as as kind of that that fallback option who he says is cannibalizing those touches. I I, I totally agree. Like, I, I, there's it's no shade on on those guys, but Jones would be a guy on the teams. Maybe I start three wide receivers or something like that. Where Jones would, or if I want to do something uh, with a robust running back start, Jones, Jones does make a lot of sense to me on certain teams. He's been more of the robust teams, like so. He's been the second or third that I grab on those teams when I do grab when I do make those teams. But I have put him on some teams that I've that I had some wide receivers, and that all changes because now he's going to move up. He's going to be a third. He got sniped. I did one flex draft today where he was down the queue, like a good 12 people. And I was like, I'm snagging him next because I was in one of those spots where I drafted either, I think the, from the second or third spot. And I'm like, I want him for this team that I'm building mm-hmm. and 13, 14 spots. I had no idea that anyone be- before me was going to snag him, and boom, pick right before me gone. I'm just like, Jesus, it's already starting with him. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's the people that are drafting now are going to be keen on it. Right. And we're already going to move him to the third. And then I just think he gets moved up to that mid second. And I'll still have some of them, but I won't be going nuts with them. Yeah. But back to this, to this Denver thing. I, why are people thinking that Russ is washed? Why is that a, even a thought? I thought it's so it's so funny because we had a conversation in the in the Discord today with Josh who is here in the chat and some and some other people and I ended up taking the totally opposite stance of like what I believe about this deal and what I believe about Russell Wilson everything again my bubble but everything on my Twitter timeline was like do people actually think Russell Wilson is still good and I'm yeah. like what what yeah. do you like what do you mean is Russell Wilson like you don't think Russell Wilson is good like how many good quarterbacks are there then. If Russell Wilson is not good, how many good quarterbacks are there? Five, six? So like how many good yeah. quarterbacks are in the NFL if, if he is not if he is not good? So I, that take to me was just absolutely bizarre. However, I do think on the on the flip side, I think both things can be true. A lot of people can think um Russell Wilson is maybe not as good anymore. 
And then the market is like very sucked into this news. It's like, oh my God, look, the Broncos got a quarterback. And I personally think they're still they're still um, at a minimum a tier down from the super elite teams, like just pure football, not necessarily mm-hmm. fantasy related, but right. pure pure football. They're still they're still nowhere near as good as the Chiefs. Definitely not as good as the Bills. Um, and then you have the situation with these other teams that maybe they're close to as good as, but but when you have a veteran, you just traded a bunch of assets for a veteran, more expensive quarterback. And the Bengals just made the Super Bowl with a rookie rookie QB contract, tons of resources. And the Chargers are in the same situation. Chargers have like, I know they just re-signed Mike Williams, but the Chargers have like $57 million of cap space coming into this offseason. You know, mm-hmm. and so those teams are going to be in, in my, in my opinion, in better situations than even the Broncos. And so on one hand, I'm like super, the Broncos had to do this. It was either live in yes. purgatory and, and not compete or make this move given the rest of their roster. But I still don't think that he, you know, he's not Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. He's awesome. I'm, I'm a, still a big believer in Russell Wilson, but I think from like an NFL tiers perspective, they're still in that like second or third tier, however you want to kind of break those top team teams down, like top 10 back end of the top 10, something like that as an, as an NFL team, but for fantasy, obviously, which is what we're here for. It's a really exciting situation because I am in on Russell Wilson. I think it's the perfect situation. Like, and so just to go back to the whole he's washed thing. So everyone that's saying he's washed, we're the same people that were like, we need to let Russ cook. We need to let Russ cook. (laughs) If Russ can cook, then he's going to go nuts. He's going to get a chance to cook now because of everything you just said. He's on the Denver Broncos. They're a really good team probably now. They're not a great team. They're in the perfect division for this because they're going to be playing the Chiefs twice Mm. a year, the Chargers twice a year, the Raiders twice a year. So that's six games right there where it's big shootout potential. Oh, by the way, they finished fourth in their division last year, right? So that means that they're playing all the low seeds in the AFC, which is which is the Jaguars, which is the, the Texans. So they're going to have these unbelievable matchups there. I don't remember which NFC division they're playing this year, but it, it all checks out for Denver this year. Like it was a great fantasy-wise. It's a tough division to get them through, like if they're trying to win a Super Bowl. But fantasy wise, right. it was there a better spot than Denver for a quarterback to go right now? Like no. right this moment. There wasn't. We have Judy. We have Cortland Sutton. We still have Albert. Oh, oh, they got a great running back in the backfield with Javante Williams. They're probably not getting Melvin Gordon back now, is the rumor because of this deal. Um, even better. So everything we want. Oh, and there's KJ Hamler. Like, what what do what am I missing here? Why is he? Oh, now he's just washed. Come on. Like they're going to trade two. I think someone brought up the point they're going to trade two twos and two ones and, and, and say that he's and Noah, washed. And Noah fan. And uh, what they give up yeah. Shelby Harris. Who's a good, yeah. who's a good, good defensive play. Like they gave up a lot to get this guy. It, do you really think that if he was truly washed, that they would give up all, all of this, like NFL teams clearly. And not that NFL teams are are always are always right. I disagree with them plenty, just as I'm sure you do, and tons of right. other people do. But like, not on Russell Wilson. Right. <laughs> yeah, I disagree with them on Jimmy Garoppolo. I disagree with them on Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, or or drafting a running back in the first round or whatever, though, which are like have been largely proven to be incorrect. The, the Russell Wilson has he he took a small step back last year from a performance perspective, but like that happens like performance isn't always linear 
You know what I mean? And situation and context matters. He was in one of the best divisions in football. The team took a step back and he's, it's freaking Pete Carroll and a dunce team that just wants to run the ball, even though they have Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Like it, it, sometimes people want to get so attached to the results of, of what happened and the results of what happened were Russell Wilson took a step back last year, like performance wise point blank period. But like, we can also be smart. Like I kind of believe like in the, where there's smoke, there's fire thing. And people think that about that, like from a rumor perspective, but like if all of these variables add up to explain why maybe the, per- the performance took a step back, it's like, we can give that guy the benefit of the doubt when he's done it for 10 years right? as a, an elite guy, he can still move. The arm strength isn't gone. Nothing, nothing has changed about his physical ability. Still so one of when, the smartest runners in the league. Yep. Yep. Like, him who's have you ever seen a quarterback more intelligent in the and what he does when he runs with the football knowing when to get down knowing when to get out of bounds he's probably one of the best to ever do it in that respect yep. yep so that doesn't change he gets to throw a bit more now for sure he's not he's not waving his no trade clause to go hand it off 35 times a game <laughs> you know he wants to he wants to cook he wants they want to let russ cook he now he's not going to sit there and drop back 50 to 60 times a game. I don't imagine, but he's going to be playing more of a, of a high pace offense than he has been in Seattle. It's just, it's almost impossible not to. So this dude has a chance to come and win or be in an MVP, like running in Denver. Everything is set up that way. They're just not, I don't think they're set up to win like a super bowl, but they're set up to have like a crazy fantasy year. So dude, talking about the schedule. So I pulled this up. Mm-hmm. This has me just like, I went from six to midnight while we were sitting here <laughs> talking about it. So the, the, hold on. I got to read this now. The, the AFC West, mm-hmm. obviously like you, you already outlined six of the games are like, every time those teams match up, it's going to be like the highest total of the week. Right? right. When those teams play, they're all shootouts basically. Right. Then they play the AFC South, which if you're not familiar, the AFC South is the Texans, the Jaguars, the Colts, and the Titans, the worst division in football, and two of the worst teams in football, two of the worst defenses. And the NFC West, Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks, which is pretty awesome, and um, 49ers. 49ers. So all these – literally every week is either a – garbage defense or a high-powered offense and so it's just like shootouts and fantasy you know goodness galore plus, for the Broncos. plus they get the jets because yeah, they'll get and- the worst afc team they'll get the worst afc east team and they'll get um who was the worst afc north was it the browns i think it was the browns or so, yeah right it was yeah it was that's crazy yeah. to think about so uh, somehow it was the browns so their schedule I mean, it's, it sets up to be potential. I mean, they're not going to shoot out every week, but they have the potential to shoot out every week. So give me all of the Broncos. I was already on the Broncos. I knew they needed a yeah. quarterback and they're smart to make this trade. You're, you're either, you either win now or you're rebuilding. That team was built to win. Now the other team that I think this affects is the Steelers who are also built to win now. Mm-hmm. So what is this team going to do? Like, the Denver did what they needed to do to make this win now team happen. Now, if they win not, if they win the Super Bowl or not, whatever. I mean, I personally don't care because I don't care about the Denver Broncos. But mm-hmm. 
but the point is they're doing what they're supposed to do with the way they have their roster right now. I, I mean, what else are you going to do? You're going to just sit there and yeah. let these, these guys just a halfway de- decent defense and all these offensive studs just sit there and have nobody throwing them the football. We're yeah, going to do Teddy what, Bridgewater again. Come on. This is what you have to do. Like, yeah, you have to. You, Cause you, cause you, it's football. It's not baseball or basketball, right? Like you have Mike Trout, you got him for 10 years and, it's probably really going to just be Mike Trout for 10 years, right? right? In football, you have Jerry Judy. In in five years, we're reaching the end of Jerry Judy's career. So if you don't, like, that, that's sad to say in general. That's just in general, or at least his prime, right? Yeah. Not that many guys um, sustain for seven, eight, ten years outside of quarterbacks. And even then, they, they fall off. And so you just have to make this move and – I mean, everything for fantasy. I mean, the, the, so here's the question. We're all saying this, but at what point do you think the market like takes this too far? Somebody in the Discord, um, which if you have not signed up for the Discord, go to spikeweek.com. It is, I say this on like every stream now, but it's actually because I mean it. It's like the most incredible resource in terms of um, talking. To, like if you have a question, if you have an idea, if you just did a draft and you want feedback, if you just want to lurk, you don't even want to post. You just want to lurk and see what other smart people are saying. Literally, I like develop all of my thoughts in there, talking to tons and tons of smart people. So just go to spikeweek.com. It's 100% free. In the header, there's a link to the Discord. Um, but we were talking in, in the Discord today, and somebody mentioned, I think it was Karain said um, he thinks he either thinks or he saw someone say or something like that but that Judy will be like an early third round pick after all this. And that's, that's pretty rich. That's pretty rich. And I like Jerry Judy as much as the, as much as the next guy, but like, we don't really know whether it's going to be Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton or Albert O or Tim Patrick or KJ Hamler, or it's just like the freaking they all chop it up and it's Javante Williams season. Like what they have so many options. Like I think I want all of them. Like I literally want to draft all of these guys. Mm-hmm. But they can't all hit either. You know what I mean? There's just there's just no, but we learned we learned our lesson on this last year. Like with Debo. With yeah, the 49ers thing. We we thought this, so I'm I'm just gonna say the top two, which is Sutton and and Judy. <laughs> and I like Judy more. Um but we learned with Ayuk and Debo that you just draft the later guy. You just let that other guy be undervalued and you just draft him. So if they do start shooting, because I've been drafting more Judy than Sutton right now, I mean, but clearly the value is going to change. I don't think he's going to be as high as Karain's saying. Um, I was I, thinking I, fifth. Yeah. Like Ayuk last he's, he's, He'll be like Ayuk last year and Sutton will be like Debo this year. Yeah. So like it, that's, <laughs> I think it's the perfect comparison. So I'll Maybe I'm still going to grab some Judy. I'm not going to like completely X them out of my player pool. But it's like, well, if I'm going to get Sutton in like the eighth and you could get Judy in the fifth, we're just smashing Sutton, right? Like yeah. that's yeah. just, this is what we're doing. I've learned my lesson on this. It's not, and I don't think Cup Woods is comparable because those guys were like right next to each other. Literally, so, like ADP was literally like right next to each other. So for me, it's more of the Ayuk <laughs> Devo. 
<laughs> freaking goddamn Bible narrative. So first, David says Levitan is touting the Bible narrative with Sutton for what it's worth. And uh, the best part about this is like sometimes you can't tell if it's a bit. I know Levitan, it's a bit, but people yeah. be like, by the like when he puts in for what it's worth, that just that 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 kills me. Like by the way, in case you missed it. Yeah, there's a Bible narrative in play. In Cooper play Cup eats breakfast with Matthew Stafford, <laughs> right. yeah. and then Max says, "You know, per Levitan, it's Bible." <laughs> Sutton, Sutton's the Bible guy. So uh, imagine taking Judy. Yeah, imagine taking. Judy. But I think I was going to say um, how I how I approach it is kind of what you said is I'm in a in a situation just like the 49ers last year this is it's not you know it's not apples to apples but it's a situation i want right i wanted mm-hmm. george kittle i wanted brandon Ayuk, i wanted debo i wanted the running backs i wanted all of it i'm not full fading i would never full fade any of these guys i, I do not care what javante williams cost is i do not care honestly what jerry judy's cost is i will not full fade them when we get to may and we start having this conversation again I th- and I think it's foolish to do so if you believe the same thing that we believe about the Broncos offense, that it's it's something worthwhile to invest in from an upside perspective. However, you can be smart about how you approach that, right? Like, let's say last year you wanted to get match the field with Ayuk, right? Eight to 10% of Ayuk, just because you believed in this offense. But Debo, you're like, well, I can get Debo two rounds later, so I'm going to take 20% of Debo. Like I had like 25% Debo last year. He's my highest owned wide receiver. And that's the same thing. I, I was like, I, I didn't full fade Iuk, but Debo was like, it, it, and in that case, and, and it might actually be the, the same thing here. I feel like we knew Debo was better than Iuk. <laughs> like as a p- true, pure football player, maybe not, you know, flashy young wide receiver. Cause Iuk started to break out last year, but like, raw pure football player with the ball in his hands all that Debo just couldn't stay healthy right that's not the situation we have here Judy is just like the younger player Sutton has been has never not been good in the NFL <laughs> in, in the NFL. what a year though like it's it's not a big yeah. it's right. not huge yep. so I don't know man I just I love Jerry Judy this year going into it knowing he was going to get a quarterback and I still would love to have more Judy than Sutton personally but if it's a massive gap, it's just so clear to me that you just pound on Sutton. See, I think it. I think it's going to be. I think it might be a bigger gap than the Ayuk Debo thing when it when it when it settles when the dust settles. Then it's like thirty percent Sutton. Like that's probably what I'm going to have is yep. somewhere around thirty percent Sutton. If that's the case, he he's also if we really want to get our freaking hands in the dirt, Sutton was crushing down the field with Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. when everybody else was out, like when Judy was hurt, Sutton was commanding, like Sutton led, like, I think he, he, he had the highest air yards, like total raw air yards in a game last year or something like that. It was, it, it was absolutely something insane, like 300 air yards with Teddy Bridgewater. Cause he's just awesome down the field. Russell Wilson, spoiler, incredible deep ball thrower. Absolutely incredible. Like that's the best thing about what he does. So if we're like matching archetypes, I feel pretty damn excited for for Cortland Sutton and KJ Hamler too. So you're not a fan of Teddy Bridgewater? I love Teddy. Teddy is massively. <laughs> Teddy is way underrated. He gets a Teddy is like a always a top 25 quarterback in the NFL, but it's just that he's like 24th, and so like he's just not really that good. But he's 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 a starting NFL quarterback, and nobody's ever content with a starting NFL quarterback. But mm-hmm. like 
he, he just always gets gets underrated. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big Teddy fan. I'm a, I'm a stand. Two years ago when he was uh, the Panthers quarterback, I got two. I'm a sick fish, but two years in two years in a row, just like smashing these Panthers quarterbacks with DJ Moore and CMC and everything like that. But Teddy was actually pretty good, much better than Darnold. Darnold was good for three games. <laughs> he, had three he led games. the NFL in, ru- in rushing touchdowns after four weeks. Yeah, so I mean, it was looking good. And I have a special place in my heart because I'll dox myself, but I live in a town called Bridgewater. So it's that's why we do the Teddy Bridgewater Boston accent. Uh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a big joke around here. And by here, I mean like me and my dog. So. <laughs> uh, Bollock says, ETR just updated their underdog rankings. Suck at ETR. I beat you. Uh, <laughs> Judy at wide receiver 18. I am at, I think I'm, I might be higher. Hold on. I have it up. Do, do, do. Oh, shit. This isn't updated. What the hell? So they got them as a two-round difference. They got them overall 42 and 66. Damn it. I pulled up the wrong. All right. I, I fucked this up. Pardon my French. But I think, I think I'm at 19. Mm-hmm. I think I'm at 19 and what do they have Sutton Sutton 34 I'm ho- so I'm about the same as them on Judy and I think I'm higher on Sutton and then um Hamler and Patrick are both for the same thing for me are in the 60 range I just put them like pretty much right next to each other because I think it's kind of dealer's choice uh between those two guys but so kind of like what we talked about mm-hmm. at the at the market on Judy higher on Sutton and probably higher on the other two guys too so with with the news of Rogers staying in Green Bay and with as my dog walks by and distracts me and with Russell Wilson going to Denver what is this doing to some of these other teams like for instance I brought up Pittsburgh where what does that do for the Pittsburgh Steelers now they've got to be scrambling right yeah the the Steelers to me feel like they're the team that's going to draft somebody and sit in purgatory for a few years and hope that this hope that this guy See, hits. I I think they got to get Winston. I think that's the only logical spot for Jameis Winston now, because you have. I mean, you could still draft your guy because Winston's not a ten year starter. Yeah, yeah. But I looked at the Steelers like I look at Denver before they got their quarterback. They have a win now offense with an even better defense than Denver. How do you bring a rookie quarterback into that? And how do you expect that team to buy in? So fantasy aside, that team needs some sort of veteran, like guy, like some, I mean, he doesn't have to be 50 years old, but they need a guy that can come in and command this offense. And mm-hmm. if they get that guy, like, I think it's, I think all you have now is Winston. I, because I, who knows this Deshaun Watson thing. Like what, yeah. what's going on there? Like, so I, I can't even put him into a situation because we don't even know what his off the field situation is. Right. So yeah, Deshaun Watson, let's just put it on the table. Now Deshaun Watson is the answer for any of these teams that still need a quarterback, but we can't make mm-hmm. him the answer when we don't know what the hell's going on with him. So unless you have something to add about Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. other than that, like I, we, I, I prefer not to comment on uh guys that, uh, are big rub and tug fans. It's really not. There's really no. There's no winning situation. Oh my uh, god! Can, Did, 
Did you see out. his uh, comment about Malik Willis? <laughs> oh my God! Yes, I'm oh. so glad you brought that up. Like, dude, phrasing. Like, the please, worst God, don't... Phrase. His, his, I might be paraphrasing a little. He's like, he wants to take Malik Willis underneath his wing because he reminds him of himself on and off the field at that age, and it's just That's like. Right. what are we doing Deshaun Watson we don't say anything about off the field right now actually just don't say anything just don't say anything why is why is he talking talking to anybody (laughs) so so yeah um so so you think Jameis you think Jameis what if so so okay well we were we only got like uh you know 20 minutes or so uh left and we what we were gonna do but we can just like start to walk walk through these other teams yeah if and doing it doing the rest of these quarterback needy teams little thought experiment on if they get let, let's call deshaun watson the, the last remaining good like you know and let's yeah. assume he's playing or maybe he's suspended two games or whatever right because that's what we've learned is as long as you don't smoke weed or gamble yeah you're probably only going to get like two or less games uh yeah. suspension that's just how it works Right. Get caught on camera, literally knocking your wife the fuck out. It does not matter. Uh, two games, but it, so anyway, let's call Deshaun Watson the like the, the the prize, you know, get for anybody, and then Jameis, Trubisky, maybe one of the rookies um, in that middle. I'm sure there's probably a free agent, maybe maybe Mariota if you if you like Mariota somewhere in there, right? Uh, you trade for Huntley, right? This like there's like this middle tier of like. Who knows? Maybe they're okay type of guy. And Jameis is probably the best one. Or like you get nothing. <laughs> yeah, like you, like the, in the Steelers example, it would be like you're starting Mason Rudolph next year. Yeah, and they um, can't trade for Huntley. There's no way Baltimore trades Huntley. Yeah, exa- right, exactly. Somebody well, else might be able to get Huntley, but they are not getting They are not getting him. So what's the Baker situation going to be? That's a – are they – are they going to be looking to move on from Baker? Is he going to end up somewhere? Do we think he can revitalize himself? So that's the other guy where you're like, I don't like Baker, but maybe it just might be a Cleveland stigma. So, or what about while we're talking about that? So two other names that have been floated. One I could see. The other I think is just people floating bullshit rumors in the in the offseason. But Cousins, people have floated, you know, totally new regime. Maybe they – look and see like we've watched Kirk cousins and we're really not going anywhere with him mm-hmm. as our quarterback. So we want to start over, you know, I don't know what that means. Maybe it's a rookie, whatever they want to start over or they get their guy or someone has, has mentioned uh Derek Carr, which is at least mildly interesting to me now, given what, what that division looks like the Raiders might like, like Josh, Josh McDaniels might look in the mirror, like, well, I'm not winning for the Anything. next several years. If, <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to win a divisional game for the next several years. So right. maybe I can get, I don't, if you can get all that for Russell Wilson, maybe you can get two ones or something like that for Derek Carr and they just start rebuilding. You know, I don't know. I, I'm just floating shit yeah. out there, but those would be other guys. I think that would be kind of a little bit more off the wall, but they are probably potential trade candidates. Well, the the epiphany that just hit me as we were bringing that up, I like the car. I would like car to go to Pittsburgh. That would be another fun one. But I just realized who is going to Pittsburgh, and it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. 
Oh, you're right. Absolutely. It, it, that's... It's, that's who's going there. So now we know who Pittsburgh's getting, which sucks. <laughs> you know, it, it just really sucks that that's who's going to get Pittsburgh. I mean, your Chase Claypool shares will be about as dead as your Calvin Ridley shares if yeah. uh, Jimmy G goes to, goes to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, Fryermuth's going to be fine. And, yep. But to me, that's that's where that ends up. So then if that does happen, where who would even trade for Carr that would need him right now is the problem. And uh, Washington. Oh, that's a good point. I forgot about Washington. They would so, be that, that would be a good move for Washington, honestly. They it, it, they're not that far away from being able to win that division. Right. They're not that far away. And it, yeah. and Derek Carr is good enough, I think. He'd be the second best quarterback in that division. Yeah. Cuz I I like Hurts, but he's better, better than Hurts. Better than Hurts. Yeah. So he's only behind Dak and Oh yeah. The Giants don't have a quarterback, so we don't have to think about that. <laughs> well, well, they're going to sign Mitch. Dayball's going to Dayball's going to bring Mitch in uh, to right. take Daniel Jones' job. And uh, awesome, that's going to go great. It's going to yeah. go swimmingly. <laughs> it's going to really crush all your, uh, make all your your giant stacks just go absolutely bananas. They're going to win hey, three I, Super Bowls this year. I have. Three. <laughs> Both them and the Jets are simultaneously going to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Uh, no, the only stand I have bigger than the, than my Giants, Giants and Jets love is my Mitch Trubisky love. Hold on, I got to find the I got to find the big boy. He's my highest home player, I think. No, I lied. Oh, geez, I regret this one. Keyshawn Vaughn, Dallas Goddard, Mitch Trubisky are my three highest home players in the big board. Forty-seven. Forty-seven teams. Yeah, Keyshawn. <laughs> this is like I, sh- I should have just taken Darrington. Darrington's going to get cut. I might as well have taken him over mm-hmm. Keyshawn Vaughn. The moment I started taking Keyshawn Vaughn, there was a quote from the combine that uh, somebody asked about it because they don't have another running back uh, under contract besides right. Keyshawn Vaughn, Fournette, and all those guys are are free agents. And somebody was like, "Well, Keyshawn's you know the guy coming back. He's a cheap rookie. He flashed a little bit down the stretch, and the." Coach doesn't even compliment him. The coach is just like, well, you know, you need depth at running back. And, you know, you need to be able to go to multiple guys and have multiple guys you trust. And I was just like, well, that, that I just wasted all yep. that money. Because now they're signing Melvin Gordon, and yeah. that's yep. going to be the offense there. Yeah, or a Penny or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so, well, Penny's going to go back to Pete Carroll because. But what do you think about this? I know we're, we're, we're pivoting from the QB thing, which we'll go back to. But with Russ gone, do you think Penny will, will like? That's a disastrous situation for, especially like kind of more of an early down running back, like play with Drew Locke or Malik Willis or something. Like, why would he want to go on one of the worst teams in the NFC? I feel like he would want to go somewhere where he can actually produce. I guess I mean, money is money is money, but money is money. You're comfortable there. You know they're going to try to establish the run, even if they're down thirty. Well, that's points. true. So you're going to get your touches no matter what there. So it's it's a place where he might even be able to squeeze out another contract. Probably not. But I, I just think it's a comfortable thing, and he'll probably just end up signing back there. The Seattle situation, are they just going to start lock now? What does that do for these wide receivers in Seattle? Or is Seattle, do you think they're going to just try to rebuild this whole thing? I think so. <clears throat> so they I gotta so. get rid of Lockett, right? Like you gotta move on from Lockett if you moved on from Russ. 
I think so. I, I think they should. I, I think you have to clear house. I mean, it, it, do pull a Texans. It's time to mm -hmm. rebuild. And they did a lot of the kind of terrible moves going for it with Russ, like the Texans did with Watson, you know, trading countless picks, right? Trading for, for David Johnson. The Seattle basically did that same thing, but trading for Jamal Adams, a safety yeah. who can't safety who can't cover anybody, uh, first round first round pick. So they they mm -hmm. made a lot of those moves. They're trying to recoup those right with the rust thing. But I think you just gotta you gotta go all in with that and get rid of Lockett and kind of any other any other veterans you have. Which I guess that would if they did do that, even in a bad offense with a terrible quarterback, if Metcalf's the only guy, you know, I moved him down quite a bit, and maybe I'll think about that just based on this conversation that we're having and same thing with Fant. It's like, if, the, if it's really, if it's like Fant and Metcalf and D Eskridge and Penny Hart or whatever his name is like, yeah, even on a bad team, those guys are going to, you know, we saw that with the lions and the Texans and everything. Those guys are going to get there. At least Locke's going to throw it. Like, yeah, that's, least, it, that's true. So the, the one thing about that is the, the lock to Fant connections already there. So you you can carry that over a little bit. I still don't like it. I still don't like the offense, but I it's not. I don't think it's a complete graveyard there. It's not a thing I'm going to love, but those might be some value guys for sure. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Fant's really going to fall too, in my opinion, and he should. Mm -hmm. He should mm -hmm. fall because he was priced similarly to how all the Broncos were priced, like fine, but also to where the market understands the upside exists with Rogers or another, or another quarterback coming in. Now, obviously he, that is totally flipped for him. He's gone from potentially getting Rogers or Russ or, or Watson to playing with Drew Locke in a worse off in an even worse offense. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there, there are still teams that need quarterbacks. It's just getting back to that. I think Carolina has to stand pat now with Darnold. I think they're another team that's going to have to rebuild. I guess I don't. I don't know. What do you do with that team? That's that's the ultimate purgatory team right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Like because you're they're definitely not winning. Awesome. It, it doesn't make any. They they, they are. Well, their O line is terrible too. But yeah. if they had a quarterback and just invested in the O line, the defense is really good. Their defense yeah. was excellent. Yep. Last year. Now they'll lose like Hassan Reddick and maybe a couple guys, but their defense is still going to be good. Mm -hmm. And then you you still have DJ Moore, Robbie assigned, obviously CMC. They're not lacking for like basically everything besides a quarterback. And like I said, an offensive line. It's just there's only Watson left. N no other quarterback can turn them around. And like, what are you going to do? Are you going to extend CMC? Like you're coming up soon to CMC extension time. Are you going to pay him a boatload of money? I, that know, might I be the fun car team. If car were to get traded, he would, they, they would crush DJ Moore would crush with Derek Carr. So would CMC that they would run that division too. That's the other thing. That division's bad. Terrible. Yeah. That's new Orleans. They're going to be bad. Without Brady. Yeah. Without Brady. Yeah. Atlanta's going to be bad. Tampa's gonna franchise tag Chris Godwin, which why I, I just don't get that move either. Other than they know who they're bringing in at quarterback, but who's that? Like that team's not gonna be great, they're gonna be mediocre at best. And you have a chance to just take this division over if you got a guy like Derek Carr. 
So I would like to see Derek Carr go there. I do like the Washington call as well. Um, Garoppolo, I think, has to go to Pittsburgh. It just seems like a Pittsburgh move. But he might end up in Washington as well. It would so. be so Washington to end up with Jimmy G. Like the last like five years or whatever of the Washington franchise. And like that's what the 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 um basically any form of trade or or quarterback has made the most sense for me today for Washington because the rumor was or the, the report, I guess it's not even a rumor, the report that came out was their offer for Russ was more than what the Broncos offered. Mm-hmm. But the only reason Seattle didn't take their offer was because they refused to trade him within the NFC. They that basically made it a mandatory thing, to, which on. is so stupid. Which Come is on. Like, so stupid. What does it matter? You just said that you're not trying to win. I get not doing it within the division because you don't want to play him twice right. a year, but you have to play him once technically every three years at minimum. And maybe once a year, if if it works out right, based on where you finish in the standings, who cares? What are we doing? Like, why is this ever a thing? Like, it should not be a thing. You should trade him in the division. I don't care about trading him in the division, but that, I get why fair. they do. I yeah. get why they do. But it, 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 you, like you said, you've either made a commitment that this is the right thing for you to do to win, mm-hmm. right? Let's say it was a. I know this is not exactly what happened, but let's say it was a Favre Rogers thing. And you're like, look, it's time for us to get rid of Favre and let Aaron run the show. Who gives a shit where Favre goes? Because you think this is the best thing for you to do for your friend. If the best thing, if Favre was so good that you never wanted to play him, you would keep him. (laughs) You wouldn't get rid of him, right? right? Or you've decided, look, the rubber has met the road. It's time for us to move on and, and rebuild the franchise then who gives a shit by the time you're good again, Russ is probably not even going to be on the Broncos anyway, or he's going to be old. So who who gives a shit? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely asking. Oh, we're not going to trade him inside the, inside the conference. Come on. Like if I'm a fan, I'm pissed. It's like, if I could have got something better then we want better. Cause now you've told me you want to rebuild. So, and what was that better offer is what, cause this offer is kind of bananas. They got a lot. They 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 got a lot. They did they did. I think they did pretty well actually in this offer. And so, but that's the point. Is like they had more than that. Was it three firsts? Two. Like, oh, I know. No, I'm saying one, the what, Washington. Washington. Did Washington offer like three firsts and two seconds and players? You know, like I mean, and and Seattle's eating a lot of the money from the Russell contract too. So I wonder if they're like saying the offer was better, but maybe they weren't willing to uh, eat as yeah. much money. Like that's gotta be it. Like to me, because if, if otherwise you're an idiot, you're just you're a bad GM and you should be fired. Oh, I don't want to trade him within the conference. Yeah, because Washington, everyone's really, really worried about that Washington Seattle rivalry that happens every year. You know, that Seahawks Commanders game that everyone gets hyped up about. What are we what are we doing? Yep. Like so yeah, Washington's an interesting team for a quarterback. Um I just don't know, man. I think this kind of takes the air out of the tires on the quarterback market for the most part. And yeah, it does. And it just leaves Pittsburgh holding the bag, in my opinion. Like, I think, I think Pittsburgh definitely, I think Carolina, I think, I think Carolina and Pittsburgh are fairly similar. I actually think if Carolina got a competent quarterback, They'd probably be better than Pittsburgh, given what the defense is 
I think the weapons are let's call them the same. Whether you're you pick a different side, I think it's basically splitting hairs, right? CMC, Najee, Deontay, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Claypool. It's all pretty close between all those guys, whichever side you prefer. And then uh, I'm I'm just very bullish on that 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 Carolina defense. And there's just a little more youth across the entire roster. Um, both coaching staffs are probably a little bit duncey. Matt Rule is de- Matt Rule and uh, what's his name, the former Giants uh, coach, uh, are pretty definitely pretty duncey. So I'm I'm not super bullish on them that way. But these teams are, like you said, pretty much screwed. And and that's why I brought up like the car and the cousins kind of thing because outside of Deshaun Watson what do these teams do and then kind of what we talked about right before we hopped on was why why I think it's important to talk through this is everybody comes into like this fantasy offseason and you pipe dream about every situation particularly with quarterback right Mm -hmm. it's like we did it with the Broncos because they were the one that was just so obvious that they were going to do it but every other situation which I've, I've done as well with Washington I'm like I'm I'm smashing Terry McLaurin at his cost. Like I've just been drafting a shit ton of Terry, Terry yep. McLaurin, but it's like I because you're on pipe dreaming about like, well, I mean, it can't get worse at quarterback, right? Right? You know, it's like it's like that. It's like that. It's like that that meme or whatever. You know, yeah. that, where it's like, you know, it can't get worse at quarterback, right? Right? You know, and 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 you're like, but it's 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 a uh, you know. We're doing what's the game where you run around, you have to sit on the you know, musical chairs. Yep. Like there's there's not many quarterbacks left, and there's like 10 teams that want one. So like we can keep pipe dreaming about all these teams, but like oh, and know, we don't Sean's, like this quarterback class either for the most yeah, part. Yeah, exactly. If, if this was last year's quarterback class, it would be a lot more, you know, I know that those guys didn't perform very well, but I, I still think we're bullish on them long term. This class is not very good. And so it's like there's only so many quarterbacks that are going to elevate an offense when they come in. Right. And then, and then the one that's left that, you know, is going to elevate the offense. Who knows? Who knows what, if Watson will be even be able to play, if he'll be suspended, who knows? So it's like, there's this musical chairs and we keep talking about like, Oh, well, what if Carolina gets a quarterback? What if Washington, what if Pittsburgh, whatever. And like, somebody's going to get Trubisky and, and somebody's going to get Garoppolo. And then we're going to get some rookies. And like, are you really excited about any of those? No, you're um, not, you know? I, I mean, I was a little excited about Trubisky, and then I started thinking oh, I about him more. I am. And I'm well, like, you know me. yeah, yeah, because you like you like the Giants, and that's the <laughs> only place he's going to go. So I was thinking about Trubisky more, and um, I just, I get it. Like, I'm not opposed to it, and I'll take him because his cost is so low, and you can, even in these super flexes, you can still get Trubisky late. So I think he's he's definitely worth the investment and like that. I don't know. I think I've gotten him in the 18th round still, 17th, somewhere in that wheelhouse. I, I don't remember. He's exactly. definitely risen up a lot in the in the super flex stuff, but like he still goes after all of the like relevant current starting quarterbacks. Yeah. So, and he'll fall back down in a regular draft again too. We'll Yo, yeah. be able to get him in the 20th. So until he signs somewhere. So, but my point being is, dude, yeah, Nagy was bad. And this is my hand in the dirt take. Nagy was bad, and he did not help Trubisky at all. But Nagy wasn't underthrowing those receivers by five to ten yards. <laughs> he wasn't the one overthrowing them by ten to fifteen yards. Trubisky was still bad. He was in a bad situation, 
but we've seen plenty of guys in a bad situation still play well. He's in a bad situation and he still played like absolute dog shit. So yeah, maybe he can turn it around. Maybe he's a late bloomer, but I'm not, my point being is I'm not crazy about a lot of these, um, these quarterbacks that are left on the market other than again, Watson, but why talk about him? There's nothing to talk about. It, it's him. impossible. It's impossible to talk about him because, you know. And, and if anyone that does and says they know what's going on with them, you're a, you're a liar. You're totally full of shit, yes. Um, so we've been on YouTube for an hour and two minutes or roughly. Have we made a million dollars yet? <laughs> yeah. Why do you think we keep talking? <laughs> that's, that, that's the other big news is that if you <laughs> – if you're on YouTube, you make a million dollars. So I'm excited because I have two shows on YouTube. Yeah, so you by the end of the million. night, I should you have make $2 million. million dollars. And I'm pretty excited about that. I mean, that's what clear. people don't. I, I talk in Discord all day just to get you suckers to show up to watch this uh, yeah. stream because I, that's how we become a millionaire because that's, yeah. that's how this works. Yeah. I mean, that's what I saw. I Sorry, I had to bring that up. But that was like one of the most insane conversations i've seen all it was like rogers wilson everyone on youtube's a millionaire (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny that was absolutely uh absolutely hilarious so before before we hop out yeah predictions on who gets um let's let's just do the couple of the 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 heavy hitters watson Mm-hmm. Jimmy, Mitch. If you would like to, th- if you would like to throw a wild card in, right, a trade for Huntley or a Mariota or or something like that in there as well. And then if you know maybe some rookies, you know, kind of like let's mix and match some of these landing spots. And then, like I said, there'll be musical chairs, and we'll be like, oh shit, Washington doesn't get any, doesn't get any mm-hmm. any of these guys. All right, so. If I have to include do, Watson, Jimmy, let's do Jimmy. Let's let's leave Watson because start with kind of like the guys that we know for sure. Somebody's going to pick up. To me, it's maybe I'm you disagree, but Mitch and Jimmy are two free agents that I feel pretty damn confident. Or not free agents, but Mitch, Jimmy's basically a free agent. Right. That someone's going to they're going to be a starter somewhere. Yeah, and he's so for me, if if Watson's off the table, because Watson to Pittsburgh makes even more sense than anybody else but we're gonna leave him off the table so it is garoppolo to pittsburgh right okay (laughs) so david says watson to the commanders he's a great cultural cultural fit for that team (laughs) accurate i mean that is an all-timer yeah employee of the month there so (laughs) So, that was a great comment david um so Jimmy to Pittsburgh, it's Trubisky to the Giants because it just it makes all the sense in the world. Let's do Carr to Carr oh, to. Gonna, you, we want to project a car. You want to project a car trade? The car, I, I think after I, today the car trade. After makes today the sense, car right? has to happen, right? Or you would have. I to mean, I would trade. if if you were so like this is the difference is I don't know that uh, somebody mentioned in the in the chat like I'm not oh yeah David did. That not sure McDaniel's wants to come in and instantly like you know change things up with it. Tra- I kind of think the opposite. If you're gonna do it, 
do it now because you're not going to get fired for a few years. Right. Right. If you wait, if he plays this thing out with Carr for a couple of years, spoiler alert, he's not going to win shit in that division against Mahomes and Herbert and right. Russ. So then you're just going to get fired. So right. if you're going to do it, do it now. Now, this is our like this is what I would do in Madden. Right. Like if I took over a Madden franchise, like that's what I would do, because I think it's the smart thing to do. But like real NFL teams don't always do the thing that we think. Um, Well, they have to sell tickets is the difference. Exactly. So they have to think of it from the financial standpoint. But at the same time, if you drafted Malik Willis, you're selling tickets to having having that rookie quarterback. So I agree with you that after today, they're they're fourth place. They don't have anything to build around. Like you're not building around Derek Carr because he's probably year nine, year eight, somewhere around that right now. So are we building around Derek Carr? No. Josh Jacobs? No, we don't build around running backs. Um, Speaking of a perfect fit for the Washington Commanders, Henry Ruggs is gone. Brian (laughs) Edwards turned out to be nothing. Darren Waller's fine, but again, we're not building around a tight end. And that defense wasn't anything it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So we're in full rebuild mode now. We are the worst team in this division, and we need to rebuild it. And, oh, by the way, like you said, you're not beating the Chiefs, Chargers, or Broncos over the next two to three years. So rebuild yourself so that when that Chiefs downfall happens in two years, I don't think the Chargers are going to fall, but you can at least contend with the, with the Chargers in a few years probably. Right. Right. The I Broncos. Mean, this, is, this is a short – this is an all in now for the Broncos. So like, yeah, avoid the next three years, you know, two to three years of the Broncos. Maybe you hope Mahomes declines or, so, or something like that. And uh, you, you can get back into business in three years. And your ownership at in Vegas should know that. I know Mark Davis, my, my favorite line that I've ever come up with about anybody is Mark Davis looks like a grandmother from Southie, but he, he's a, he's a dope. <laughs> He looks dopey, but I don't think he's a complete idiot. And I think he knows that not even just McDaniels, but any coach he brought in, you have to give this guy three years, whoever the coach is that you brought in, you had to give him three years. You know, you know, the situation, you know, that you're trying to build some sort of winner and not just a purgatory team. So you trade card. Now you get rid of him. You move him to Washington. Um, Cousins. I think I, I can't even project a trade for him. He has to stay in Minnesota. So who does that leave us? That uh, Winston, Winston. Oh yeah, Winston. I should have put him in the, the so uh, Win- Jimmy and Mitch bucket. So Winston needs to go to Carolina under those situations. I think I hit every team there. Okay. What? So what did you do again with Jimmy Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. I do think that one makes. Jimmy is definitely to me Pittsburgh or Washington. Yes. For like I, I again. I, I, Watson makes the most sense for Pittsburgh. Uh, if he's on the table, he makes the most sense for Pittsburgh, but I'm leaving him off the table. I think everyone is going to, all these teams, I, I would, I would love to see if any of these teams now that have, that have been left in the dark on, you know, Russ and Rogers, mm-hmm. if they are, if they had quotes about like, you know, we're not interested in Watson because of the legal troubles. Right. And yeah. watch how quickly they 180 that, that take after after they can't get Russ or Rogers. Uh, right. they will. 
They won 100%. They won. Now, Washington certainly did not have that take. We can almost guarantee that. But, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, if they're too, if they hold themselves to too high a standard, which they had, they employed Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown. So I highly doubt that they have that take either. But um, we'll leave what, yeah, we'll leave Watson out. I think Jimmy is just, to me, it's just a lock between Pittsburgh and Washington. It's kind of like whichever one gets left in the dark mm-hmm. on. I think they might both prefer Jameis. They might prefer um, Mitch. We'll see. I, I don't know how these some of these teams view him. Um, and then everybody prefers Watson. But we'll, we'll, we'll do. We'll do. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll can confirm the Jimmy to Pittsburgh. Um, I, I do think my my Mitch thing is a little like it makes a ton of sense, but I do think it might be a little bit more of a pipe dream just because they have this kind of very similar quarterback in house. Like unless Dayball like really believes in Mitch from that one year of mm. having him as his backup. I don't think it makes a ton of sense to spend another 10 or 15 million or whatever Mitch is going to command on. I mean, how is he different? Fair. How's he different from Daniel Jones? They're like the same, they're like the same player. So um, that's what I'm hoping for in fantasy because I want to be in the day ball offense and I like the giants weapons. Trust me. But I'm think, hoping for it too. Cause I am going to dunk on you all fucking season. <laughs> if that happens, I, it'll be, that's the best part about uh, working in this space is you get to celebrate every moment of the off season when things happens that happen that break your way. And yet 95 to 99% <laughs> of them are still horrible for you when the actual season gets here. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, or like the Darnold thing is like, I was smashing Darnold. And then he lights it up for a month and I'm just out there, you know, victory lapping, going crazy, you know, tell, calling everybody else idiots. I'm the smartest guy alive. And then we saw what <laughs> we saw, we saw what happened. Start doing this. Yes, exactly. Yeah, ex- exactly. I'm deleting, going back and deleting all my <laughs> uh, tweets. But so J- man, Jameis and Mitch are really interesting because I think they're fairly, fairly similar i do i do think carol i, I actually think carolina is going to end up with one of them i think the darnold thing uh he was just so so bad down the stretch and matt rule does not seem like the kind of guy um that will that will run that back however he also does not seem like the kind of guy that would put up with Jameis winston true uh chucking true. it around so i'm going to put mitch in carolina actually which i'm not sure he's a that, that that's a fit either but i think that that that's the kind of thing like oh you know maybe Maybe he thinks Nagy is a dunce, and uh, oh, Dayball coached him, so I'll, I'll, t- you know, I'll, I'll, I'll trust Brian Dayball, which leaves Jameis for Washington, I think. Yeah, is which is else? fun. Jameis in Washington's else? fun. J- Jameis would be pretty good in Washington, I think. Is there anybody else that needs a quarterback, or might? What about New Orleans? Well, I hit Carr. I don't know if you're going to hit Carr. See, I don't want to do the. I don't want to do. I don't want to do the car trade just because. That's what I would do. I don't think that they're going to do it. Yeah, I really think they should, though. I, I I really do think that they should. They should do it. What about Seattle? So lock or rookie? Rookie? I think both. I think you both. just start with lock and then you just transition to your rookie by week six, unless lock does. I don't even know like what lock could do to save his his starting job, but I think they get a rookie and they start lock just to. Just because if you start lock for eight weeks or nine weeks and he goes three and five, it's like, okay, well now you've established your losing, your losing season, but they got Pete Carroll as the head coach too. And like, why is he part of a rebuild? Like, I don't know, dude, yeah. what is that team doing? Like this is, 
a whole nother rant, and I'm not going to get into it, but <laughs> unless the unless the player's over 40 years old or over 35 years old at quarterback, you pick the player over the coach. Yes. They could have they could have traded, honestly, kept Russ if they really wanted to. Now, I'm not even saying I, I don't disagree with them trading Russ, to be clear. I actually right. kind of think they've backed themselves into this corner. And mm-hmm. I think it's smart sometimes when they, they're able to still trade him at 33 and for two firsts and two seconds and some good players. Teams will hold on for two more years. And then you get like a first and a second for a declining Russell, Russell Wilson. And, you know, Pete Carroll has written, you know, maybe they went for it for another year and they, you know, they traded another first rounder and just totally ruined their franchise. So I give them a, a little bit of credit for that. But on the flip side, like you said, why the hell would you do it with Pete Carroll? Yeah, Pete Carroll is the reason you had the reason you had to trade Russell Wilson is because of this guy. And, and he's a hundred years old. And we're gonna do a rebuild with a hundred year old, like middle of the road head coach to begin with, who luck boxed his way into a championship once. I mean, so that's a whole nother rant. But yeah, I, I think that Seattle just has to go lock and they have to draft a, a quarterback. Now. Draft. So what about here's uh I said New Orleans. What's New Orleans gonna do? Taysom? They don't have any money either. Yeah, they're so they they're like Watson. The, they're not in the Watson sweepstakes. Yeah, they're they're the team that kicked the can down the road too much and kicked it right off the cliff, right? So they don't even that, have any picks either, do they? They, 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 they can't they've get not, these quarterbacks. They, yeah, they're they're in rough shape. So Sean Payton just you know throwing up the deuces was the smartest move ever. Um, what I mean, you just you sign whoever you can for nothing. Well, who's the, who's the guy that used to always be, he was actually in new Orleans, the backup to drew Brees for all those McCown. You look for your 41 year old Josh McCown, whoever that is this year, you sign him for nothing. You have him and Taysom and you just rotate them until they break. And then you bring in, I don't know, whoever the USFL spits out for, for four <laughs> minutes and you play that guy, I guess. I don't, I mean, that team's just they're toast. That's why they got to trade Michael Thomas, but yeah, they won't. They, what if they're really wanting to try to win? Who we talked about earlier, the guy who has been the perennial bridge quarterback <clears throat> that every team that's decent brings in when they don't have a quarterback. And they've had Teddy. Oh, Teddy, yeah. Because he's like he's been the guy every year, right? Somebody new scoops Teddy up every every single yeah. year, and they actually had him, right? He played when Breeze got hurt uh, a couple of years ago, and but now for whatever reason, we're going through all these free agents, and we're talking about Trubisky and Jimmy G and all this, and I guess people are just done with done with Teddy. So someone like Teddy might make sense um, for New but, Orleans. The, but he might be one. too much money for New Orleans, like because he, he could get a good backup. It's like, and someone should. If you're trying to win, I would sign Teddy. I, I would pay Teddy. Like the Chargers should sign Teddy. They have so much money. That's like that's a great if, call. If Herbert gets hurt for a stretch, don't ruin your whole season because Teddy can still win you games. Uh, don't ruin your season playing, you know, whatever to chase chase Daniel or whatever for uh, for for a stretch. The other one that we didn't talk about, the Bucks. 
Oh yeah. If assume Brady is actually retired. What well, he's not, but he's a starter in San Francisco, as we yeah, established. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, the Trey Lance's uh, mentor, second. Mentor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, that one's kind of tough. I mean, do you, can you imagine Jameis going back there? Because I can't. No. Like, I just can't imagine that ever happening. No, not especially not multiple years after. Well, especially yeah, after they get rid of him. They get Brady, they win a Super Bowl, and he's guys like, all right, man, come back. Why don't you come hang yeah. out with us again? You and know, like... so, like, you brought up the Godwin thing. I think the reason why they tagged Godwin is they still believe, like, this. they built this team up. This is their window. It's an old roster. Um, I know Marpet retired and, and Brady retired, and they're going to have to let some guys go. But – I still think that they think like if you went to their freaking headquarters, they would be like, no, we're going to try to win the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. Cause you they know, have they, a bad they... division and they have a real good chance of just making it to the tourney. And sometimes yeah. we just want to get into the tournament. Right. Right. So, so yeah, I get that thought process, but you're not bringing Jameson. I can't imagine Jimmy signing there. It's just a PR nightmare for him to go to Tampa. Yes. Like if he does, it's just he won't. He won't do that. No, he way. can't. He that. can't do it. Like he just can't do it. So, who? Like, well, I mean, it, what I think that they're gonna want to do is the guy we keep not mentioning is Watson, because they're well, the team. Yeah. They're the one t- out of all of these teams that is for sure still in their kind of window to make the playoffs and all of that, as they have proven for the last couple of years. And they're probably going to want to just keep going for it. They have an old ass head coach, you know, an old roster. Yeah. Eventually they're going to have to rebuild, but they're not, re- I don't think that they're ready to rebuild. So they're probably going to put all their chips in on Watson. And if you're Watson, right. Do I, do I want to go to Carolina, Pittsburgh, Washington, or Tampa, who was very close to the Super Bowl last year? Well, it's probably Tampa. And he wants to go to Florida. He wanted to go to Miami for yep. forever long. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's just, again, we're projecting a guy that, you know, where, where is he going to be on an NFL field? Is he going to be in prison? Is he going to be suspended? Like, like the NFL needs to needs to figure this out. I understand that they got to let the legal process play out, but this is this is over a year. What are we? Why is this taking so long? Like, it's an absolute nightmare. Yep. So, um. Other than that, I think we've kind of – I don't think we've hit on everything because it's just been such a crazy day, but I think we've hit on enough for the moment. Is there anything else wanted to, to hit on? No. I think uh, – Come back from that, vacation and you get all this coming That is you? a lot. Yeah, my mind is – I'm going to sleep good tonight. My brain has been <laughs> uh, working, working overtime today, but uh, we'll come back next week, hopefully – Nothing crazier than this week happens with more of a, a kind of a macro view of the best ball landscape kind of kind of a show as opposed to really diving into to all these teams. And I'm excited to talk about that, but we kind of needed to to go through this since it's top of mind for everybody today. And I took a page out of your book and I actually took um, Saturday, Sunday off this week. It wasn't a full vacation, but. I usually throw together a video for Spike Week or for my other show or write or something. And I took a step back. I played a video game that I was terrible at all weekend. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and 
and uh, just got some relaxation in. So now I'm ready to kind of hit the ground running for another couple months and put some stuff together. I'm sure I'll be able to have fun chopping this video up and seeing yes. how stupid we are. But yes, there's mm -hmm. assuredly a lot of stupid takes and a lot of stupid <laughs> takes that we'll be able to come back on in the off, uh, let you know, once free agency plays out and, and make fun of ourselves for. Yep. So that's going to do it for us. I just want to remind everybody to please hit the like button. Please subscribe. We are going to do the giveaway. I know it's the off season. Things don't move as well in the off season, but we do have the Jersey giveaway once we hit 600, uh, 600 subs. So I haven't forgotten that. I hope you guys haven't forgotten that. And then once we're at 850, we got the two assigned Jersey giveaway. So make sure you like subscribe, do it on iTunes as well, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, other than that, we will see you next week.